Hi, and welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. I'm your host, Lori Phillip. I'm so excited to dive into this week's episode with you. On this week's episode, we have a guest on the podcast. Gina Ramirez is here. In my conversation with Gina, we cover her dramatic wake-up call that made her realize the extent of how stressed and overloaded she was and ultimately shifted her career journey. We talk about the mental load of being a career woman, trying to handle all the things, and how to overcome the stress of it. Let's dive in. I just want to get started. I'm going to give you a little bit of information about Gina before I welcome her to the show. So Gina Ramirez is a certified health coach, licensed professional counselor, and certified wellness specialist. She practices a wholeness approach to wellness, looking at the complete person, mind, body, and behavior using the daily deposit framework. She specializes in working with professional women who are struggling with work-life balance and all the responsibilities that come with adulting. Gina guides her clients to a gentle understanding of integration, creating a beautiful tapestry of lifestyle, exercise, attitude, and nutrition around current life circumstances. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the Daring to Leap podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So great to have you here. So I just wanted to get started with what really got you here to be talking about wellness with me today. Yeah, that's a good question. I have been in the prevention therapy space for many, many years and have my own health crisis journey, if you will, a few years ago when I noticed that there was a really deep connection between nutrition and what was going on in the mind. And it was this interplay back and forth. The mind-body behavior connection is real. And I was the mom of two young children at the time and working full-time and fatigued, always, always tired, just never feeling like I could catch up. There were so many things, you know, it was like the laundry list of things to do. And at one point, my hair started to fall out in large clumps where I had bald spots in the back of my head. And I fell asleep driving on the highway at night after my kids went to guitar practice. And I thought, okay, this is it. I must, you know, have cancer. I must be seriously ill. I mean, I was all these things going through my mind thinking I must have some serious disease or something. There must be something wrong with me because at the time I was eating healthy and plant-based. I was getting up every morning at four o'clock to exercise which could have been the reason I was so tired. <laughs> but in my mind, I was doing all the things that I had done throughout my life to keep me healthy and thinking, why isn't this working? Like, I don't feel healthy. I feel exhausted. So your mom of two, you had career, all the things that are just stacking up on you. But you're doing everything that you can think of to stay healthy, eating right. And you were driving home and you fell asleep. I fell asleep at the wheel. Yes. Going 70 miles an hour on the highway. Luckily, somebody honked at me, oh my which kind of startled me and woke me up. Um, but yeah, I had my kids in the car. It could have been a really horrible situation. And luckily, 
it wasn't. Luckily, I was able to to come out of that without, you know, an accident and okay with my kids. But yeah, that prompted me right away to go to the doctor. And of course, having my hair fall out, no, no woman wants that. No, no woman wants that. So that was your wake up call. And so what did you, what did you do from there? Well, I went to the doctor and, you know, they did not ask me anything about my stress level. (laughs) Of course not. It was a typical 15 minute visit and I was out of there with some steroid cream for my hair, but I had a good friend who is another therapist and I wasn't going to her as a therapist. I was going to her as a friend saying, oh my gosh, my hair is falling out. And she said, you must be really stressed out. Like what's going on in your life? And no one had asked me that before. And the interesting thing is I didn't think I was stressed. I just thought everybody Mm -hmm. is dealing with this. why, Why can't I keep up with my Tori in my office? she's doing it. She's got kids and it doesn't seem to bother her. So I didn't have the conception that I was stressed out and that my stress was causing all of these other issues. Until your friend asked you, you must be, or said, you must be stressed out. When you reflected on that, did you start to see, wait, maybe I am. There's a lot on my plate. Yeah. And that's when I started digging into health coaching got my health coach certification, recognized that I was deficient in a few nutritional areas. And so I was able to correct that. But the stress part of that was something else, right? Which is what I like to call the mental load that women carry of all the things that we have to do in the day, anticipating people's needs, you know, in our household and in our work situation, and not only their needs, physically, but like emotional needs as well. So we're anticipating needs, we're trying to figure out solutions to those needs and then deciding on that and then monitoring those solutions. Did it work out? Did it not work out? Where do I need to adjust? And all of this is going on all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We never get a break from it. So did you find a break for yourself? Yeah. I think what ended up having to happen was, you know, we have to hit rock bottom, so to speak, to be able to pull ourselves back up and figure out a way to integrate all the pieces because there is no such thing, in my opinion, as balance. There's no such thing as everything is going to be on equal playing field. It's like all day long, we're making these micro adjustments to feel like, okay, I've got this under control or that under control. And that's what ended up having to happen. It's like, I couldn't give a hundred percent in my career and my home life. And so what made you start to shift into maybe I should be helping others with this type of topic? I could see that I wasn't the only one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no need to suffer, right? As women, I feel like a lot of the burden is on us and there's a better way. There's just a better way to do life where we are more fulfilled and being able to impart my wisdom or guide other women into that sense of fulfillment and purpose and that we can do both and feel really good about it. That's really great. I want to maybe dive in from here a little bit more about the mental load for women. How would you describe what the mental load is? It's all the things that you might think it is as far as the doing. It's the laundry, the grocery list, the cooking, the cleaning. It's all the doing, but it's also the stuff that's going on in your head. 
you know, like I said before, it's anticipating emotional needs of your family or in your work environment, anticipating needs, physical needs and emotional needs there too. It's identifying the options of, okay, here's all the things that need to happen, What depending on which need you have. Okay, let me figure this out. And then it's deciding on an option, right? Of all the, the many decisions that have to be made, deciding on one thing, and then the monitoring, the following up, the going back and making sure that things worked out okay. Mm-hmm. That to me is the mental load. So the mental load is all the things, but then, so you've got personal, like your home life. If you're a mom, if you have a career, God forbid, you also have a life and friends and, you know, interests. And so there's this constant mental track that's going and it can get a bit overloaded. It can get overloaded. And the three areas that I see most often that women struggle with are number one, food, like trying to figure out healthy options for my family and for myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a pretty heavy one. Number two is the organization planning of the household and the career and making sure I'm meeting deadlines. And did I make that vet appointment? And did I sign that permission slip? Right. And number three is time management. I feel like we never have enough time for ourselves because we're constantly giving, giving, giving. And so those are the three areas I see Mm -hmm. that women struggle with most often. So what is your recommendation? How can women overcome this? Yeah, that's a tough one. I think the first and foremost, we have to consider where our values and priorities lie. Because once we know what's important to us, once we have that number one, you know, and number two, then we know, okay, here's where I need to devote time and energy. And as women, my number one is protect your time and energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because people will suck all of it from you. If you let them, you know, there's so many things that are coming at us all the time. So we need to figure out number one, what's important to me to be giving my time and energy to. And for me, that looks like Sunday afternoon are prep days for food. You know, if I can prep all of my food for the week, for my family, for my lunches, whatever that means, then I'm less stressed. You know, when you know where your priorities lie, then you're able to begin to not feel as heavy, if you will. So protecting time and energy and what's important is yep. is the first thing? Yes, absolutely. And then from there, I think working on those three areas, you know, just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. Mm-hmm. Just and, and we know that we can do a lot of things, multitasking, right? We like to think that we're so good at that kind of thing. But Really, we need to be aware, again, of protecting our time and energy. And just because we can doesn't mean we should. If you can afford to hire somebody to come clean your house, do it. Or to do your your lawn care, Mm -hmm. do it. You know, whatever it is that you can to give yourself back time. Can you tell me a bit about the daily deposit framework? How can people use that? Yes, that is something that I use with the women that I work with all the time is understanding that you've got these areas of your life. And I like to call them life accounts. 
and they are mental, physical, social, spiritual, and career. So everybody, unless you're retired, you don't have that last life account of career, but most everybody has all of the rest, all the five. And so my idea is if you're putting deposits kind of like your bank, if you're making deposits every single day in each of those life accounts, you're never going to be bankrupt. It's kind of like, again, the banking system, compound interest. You know, we know that interest grows in our bank account. When there's money there, it continues to grow over time. Well, it's the same effect if you're constantly putting deposits into these life accounts. For example, mental, your mental life account. Are you giving yourself a brain break at all mm -hmm. during the day? Do you have any white space where you can just breathe and, you know, kind of let go? Or are you turned on and tuned in all the time? That can be problematic. That's taking withdrawals from your life account. So we need to be putting in deposits there. Under that physical life account, are you eating well? Are you exercising and moving your body? All those things are going to reduce stress. In other words, you're kind of mapping out all the important areas in your life. If you go back to priorities and you're thinking about it holistically, and when you have it laid out in such a way, you can remind yourself of areas that you're not kind of focused on right now, because it's, as you mentioned, it's really easy to kind of, to get sidetracked or hyper-focused in one area at the expense of another area. And just kind of evening it out as much as you can within reason is important. And especially to catch something that you might be missing and not even aware of it. Right. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that stress in our lives takes withdrawals from every single life account. So it's not just, oh, I have stress. I have a contention in my relationship over here in the social account that's bothering me. Oh no, that stress in the social life account is causing you to not sleep at night. So it's taking withdrawals from that physical account. It's also taking withdrawals from your mental account because you keep thinking about it over and over again. So one stressor taking withdrawals from all five accounts and also works the other end. So putting withdrawals into these accounts is benefiting all five life accounts. I find this to be even more the case when it's for yourself, like things that you don't typically give yourself time for all the self-care because putting that deposit in right for yourself and then you show up in so many other places of your life that much better, whether it's home, career, your marriage, whatever it is can make a big difference. You could get more bang for your buck in some of these yep. areas for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't take much, like you said, self-care, you know, taking a bath at the end of the day or going mm -hmm. for a walk, you're relieving that stress, that mental load by doing these little things. So you have a freebie on the mental load. Is that right? That listeners, if they're interested in getting a bit more of a deep dive they can go take a look at that. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I wanted to be able to give people quick wins in those three areas of food, 
planning and organizing and time management. So it's just my list, my top list of here are some things that you can get some quick wins on that are not going to take up more time because I know that no one has it, right? No one has more time to give. So I'm not trying to give you more work to do. I actually want to take stuff off of your plate and how to do that without creating chaos in some other area. That's great. Quick wins. Time sensitive. We are time sensitive on this podcast as well, trying to keep them short, as short as we can, because our listeners are busy. We'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes. As we wrap up the conversation here today, is there any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to give our listeners? I think the best advice I can give you is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Find ways to cut back and give yourself more freedom, more time freedom for those people and things that you really, really enjoy that deserve your time and energy. Thank you so much, Gina. Can you let our listeners know where they could contact you? Sure. Wellnesswithgina.com is my website and I'm on social at Wellness with Gina on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Thank you, Gina. And I just want to acknowledge the courage you have for going through such a hard spot in your life and being willing to talk about it because I know for some people that might be not the first thing they would want to share with the world. And we need to be doing more of that because other people need to hear that there are people out there that understand, have been there, have overcome it. We're all in this together. And I think when you're willing to be a little bit vulnerable, you can really help a lot of people with your story. And then you're going to the next level with actually, here's some additional things you can do that I've learned along the way. So Thank you so much for all the work you're doing and coming onto the podcast. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thanks, Gina. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to subscribe and tell a friend. Also check out Gina's freebie on the mental load and professional women. You'll find a link in the show notes. Hope you all have an amazing week until next time. Bye.